everybody, welcome back to another episode of Marcus Aurelius's Meditations for Modern Life, presented by myself, Adam Bates. Guys, let me begin once more by thanking you for the messages that I have received um, on, whether it's some on Facebook, um, I don't actually check my Facebook business page too often, but um, when I do, there's always a few messages on there and really, really appreciate it, um, as well as those reached out on Instagram. Um, and of course, thank you to everyone who's left a rating and review on the show. And with that said, let us continue. Today, I'm reading from book four. And it's passage 30. One philosopher has no shirt. One has no book. Here is another half naked. I have no bread, he says, but I am faithful to reason. But I, for my part, have all the food of learning, and yet I am not faithful. Okay, it seems that Marcus may have been on a bit of a theme here, um, some of the recent passages where he's perhaps having some personal dilemmas. Perhaps he feels that he himself may have made an error of judgment, or maybe it's part of a wider picture. Um, we know that Marcus is, uh, was obviously getting close to the end of his life while he was writing meditations, and he was obviously concerned with entrusting the empire to his son, having those dilemmas. Um, and I'm yeah, referring to the passage, a couple of passages ago where he talks about the black character and, and what have you as well. So it, it seems here he's actually comparing himself a little to the cynics, although in a way he's perhaps idealising cynicism with regards to the passage, because I'm sure the cynics um, would have made mistakes as well. And what we mean by the cynics is basically a group of ancient Greek philosophers who practice the art of living with nothing um, and it was taken to extremes so they would live some without clothes I think it was Diogenes would live without clothes um, without without a house without any sort of possessions and they would effectively be proving so to speak well that would be the idea to prove that you can live with nothing and still be happy providing you have that wisdom to do so and providing that you are um, honourable to reason because it's effectively taking a lot of the things that we talked about in this episode to an extreme and maybe for someone who has everything you know he's emperor of Rome so any books that he wants any food that he wants he has access to right and yet he perhaps still questioned but why am I not always faithful to reason And I I think the fact is that as human beings, as I talked on in the last episode, we we will always make mistakes, right? That's that's just the way of life. And it's important for us to to not beat ourselves up when we do make mistakes. I have no doubt that those cynics that, that we may read about in literature will still have made mistakes. They may still have had days where they're not wanting to get up and face the world, right? Um, because they are human beings at the end of the day. And, you know, the thing that separates us as human beings from animals, I've talked to them before, is that ability to reason. And if you listen to, I think it was, um, sorry, book four, passage 22, when I went through a lot of the personal stuff that I've been through, it's obviously something that I can massively relate to with this. You know, I mentioned how I felt the happiest that I felt for years was having nothing, right? Having challenges too, but ultimately, I think going through that period in my life, 
um, or this period, because it is still going on, it is something that's needed for me to be able to serve you better, to be able to do my work better. Because all the principles that I talk about, I've had to, you know, I wouldn't have been able to get through this without these principles, without the, the you know, the love of like stoic philosophy, without that understanding of reason, without like the wisdom that I've managed to accumulate throughout my, like particularly the last five years of my life, I wouldn't be able to, to get through it. I would feel that I'm suffering now, especially for someone who used to have a lot of possessions and used to flitter away money on things that they don't need. But sometimes losing everything can actually be the greatest blessing because it can make you realise what is important, you know? And going back to some of that as well, um, yeah, do appreciate, of course, those who've given like donations to help so I can keep this show going. Um, but also, I do now have a desk, right? <laughs> and, and there is something that I'm going to say on this with regards to sort of having, having nothing or having something and, and, you know, can things help? In the sense that, okay, I can still live by reason. I can still do my work, right? The thing that matters most to me. But am I able to work better I'm just sitting on a chair, my laptop on, on my lap, um, having to put papers and stuff on the floor. I'm able to work better from behind a desk. You know, I've actually got really, really lucky. <laughs> um, and I have this huge sort of antique Victorian um, desk, the, the, you know, the leather tops and stuff, which, which, you know, was I did pay for it. It was a ridiculously small price compared to what it's worth, probably a tenth of what it's worth. Um, I feel that was a blessing that was brought into my life because... It, you know, without question, like it's something that maybe isn't needed, right? But I do feel, you know, even just the, the nature of it gives me more inspiration for my work. But that, the stage that I'm at in my life now, having that is far more important to me than having a TV than having, you know, even a bed and what have you, right? It was like I needed that desk because it helps my work. It helps my mission in life. And I'm not saying, guys, to get rid of everything that you have and, and become a cynic and live with nothing. But the more that you do have, perhaps just have a look around at what you do need and then how much time and energy, mental energy, is actually spent focusing on those things you don't need. So if, that, could, that could obviously be related to just time you spend watching TV, right? That's an obvious example. But then look at the time you spend probably talking about TV programmes. Look at the upkeep that you, you may have for all these things. Look at perhaps like... Um, you may worry about energy bills and what have you. Well, how many things around your house do you have plugged in that you may not really need? You know, one of the things with the modern world is that it does become much more complicated because there is so much around us. You know, we aren't just working for food. We are working for these material possessions that we feel we need, right? Um, so that's something, you know, obviously really worth, worth thinking about. Sometimes you do... You need to lose everything to realise what happiness is. And again, I'm not saying to go and lose everything, but just, just consider that. How much of your mood and happiness, you know, analyse yourself, right? Something we talk about a lot through the podcast, analysing yourself. Analyse yourself through a day. How much time, energy, worry is put towards things that aren't really that important in the scheme of things. You know, so for someone like Marcus, who could have absolutely everything that he wanted. And I say that with the context of the time as well. You know, there weren't as many material possessions that one could, one could have back then as there are now, or the, the range of them, so to speak. 
you know, can obviously have vast amounts of jewels or clothes and what have you, but, uh, you know, there weren't cars, there weren't TVs, there weren't, yeah, holidays is another thing, thing that fascinates me because before lockdown, the last time I went abroad, but I actually went to Malta, I think four or five times in that year. Right. And, you know, this, one of the normal things, isn't it? You go get your hair cut and they're like, you're going on holiday this year. And, and I, it's, you almost feel bad saying no, because you feel like you should be doing, because that's what people expect, right? Because there's somewhere you're going on holiday. Well, even when I was traveling all the time going to Malta, it wasn't, I didn't see it as a holiday. It was working from a hotter environment. And that's a blessing, I guess, of being able to do what I love for a living. Um, but ultimately, everything that we really need to be happy, we have within, within us. And sometimes we overcomplicate happiness. And we get caught up on this like hamster wheel of the modern world, where we're chasing the next thing, wanting the next thing, worrying about money to pay for the next thing or to pay for the thing that we have and the upkeep of it. Don't put your happiness, don't let your happiness depend on the things that you have, the things that are around you. Don't let your happiness depend on others. Inside you, you have all you need to be happy, whatever is going on in the world and whatever is going on in your life. Guys, thank you very much for listening. I'll see you next time.